Industry is doing great. That that was a failed experiment, by the way. That was failed. So I wanted to I wanted to redo something else. So what other industry is doing great in your community? Find them and collaborate. So what what is that? Right? Is it fashion? Is it the food industry? For Newark, it was the art industry. High Side is one of the big art publications that's in Newark. I just decided to put them out there. But uh, this is actually uh, a co-working space that we did. It was a pop-up. This is an art gallery. I was like, yeah, let's get together. I wrote a proposal up. Uh, I, you know, I pitched it to a few local organizations. Um, at Capital One actually funded it, and we did a, co a pop-up co-working space for an entire summer to see if co-working along with artists and tech would actually work, and it did work. Um, this is actually, you know, James in the front row, say, say cheese, man. That's him right there. Um, that was one of the ads we put out there. So we had hundreds of entrepreneurs in this space over the entire summer, and it proved it to be viable. So that's one experiment we had, is you look for an industry that's doing great, and just kind of collab with them, you know, you know, and you just gotta, you know, ride their way for a bit. Um, so how we keep the stacks local, right? Collab, like you find other great communities and you piggyback, right? And then you find government allies. For us, it was Brick City Development Corporation, and that's who helped us get their Capital One grant and things like that to even run this experiment. Um, and then adapt, that's like, you know, you buy a suit, you know, you gotta blend in, you gotta get the glasses, everything like that. Um, also, encourage entrepreneurs to buy local, that's obvious, right? And then create opportunities for others to collab. Um, and this is actually, I tried to get a clear picture of the website, it's funny, but this acts, after we ran this experiment, uh, two entrepreneurs, the name City Medina, they opened this co-working space, it's called Equal Spaces in North New Jersey, it's open now, and it has a waiting list. So, there you go. Um, education, that's the next thing that, you know, I kind of saw that Black Wall Street did. You know, of course, schools were segregated at that time, so a lot of the students couldn't even walk past to get to the different school, the public schools at that time, because they would get harassed or even um, even worse. So they started educating themselves, teaching their local, uh, teaching their kids how to build businesses like them so they can take over and create legacies. Um, so I said, okay, well, we'll just jump in. We'll teach people how to code and build startups. That's obvious. That's what most communities are trying to do, right? So I jump in there. I was like, let's do a hackathon. You know, there's Cory Booker. This is the first, not one of the, one of the many hackathons we did with Cory Booker. Audible.com was the, you know, they're located in Newark. They hosted it. Um, you know, we had a lot of different support. Everybody took a group picture. Everybody's happy. But honestly, it, it kind of sucked. So, you know, the thing is, like, too many, hack too many hackathons, not enough hackers, right? So, like, nobody wants to hack. Like, what are we doing here? And then not enough educational workshops or meetups. And then community, and when you do stuff like that, the community can't participate, right? So that's a problem. Like, you want to do some things that gets people in the know. So I was like, okay. I thought this is so. I thought like let me go let me go talk to Treehouse.com. Maybe we can get something going where we can run after school programs. We can get things going with them and, and, and have a good time. You know, learn how to code. Of course, we ran into red tape. That's that's just this is everything you do. So we have a pattern here, right? Every time you deal with the government, the actual the actual local government, nothing happens. But when you do it, in, when you put it in your own hands, you start getting somewhere. So I had to go with the local community organizations. And um, so we just basically got together. We all did a, meet, you know, a meeting and said, okay, what are we going to do to uh, you know, basically build this community in a better way, right? So we had to split it up. And the reason why, I'll tell you why we had to split it up. Um, there you go. So what we had to do is, just, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of people who don't know how to code. So you have to get groups like Code for America. So we started a brigade called Code for Newark. 
and also Google was in there now with Google Developer Group, and then we have some entrepreneurs who started those groups as well. And of course, um, Lean Startup Machine is, it exists in Newark now. Um, this was the one that happened recently, November 7th through the 9th. And of course, the Fat Startup plug. Um, and we do uh, pretty much a lot of events and, and workshops in the city of Newark as well. So we had to split everything up. Now, the things that, I, you know, so it's not about hackers anymore. It's about focus on making and creators in general. You want to create groups that focus solely on technical, technical training. You want to separate those things, get people learning how to train, and then bring them to hackathons where everybody can learn and have fun. And then you want to run these workshops consistently. Now, is it working? This is, this is something that, you know, everybody always asks, right? So it is working. It's working because two years ago, there was nothing there, like absolutely nothing there. That picture that I took um, and then the first slide was actually across, like the equal space is really across the street. So I took it from there, um, from, from right down from downstairs. And I feel like it's working. We have thousands of people now in our group. And I just got an email earlier where one of our entrepreneurs just got into an accelerator and he got funded. So it's, it's really dope to have these success stories keep coming out. But the ultimate goal is like the downtown project uh, in Las Vegas where I wanna, I wanna ultimately count the jobs created. So that's why you wanna plant these seeds and then you wanna get to a point where you start creating jobs and you start generating that type of economy for yourself. All right, so some extras. Uh, you definitely wanna get local press, hyper-local even better, because uh, the, the main press might hate on you. And then get involved with universities as much as possible and have patience. Like, do not make this your job. It's not a job. You know, there's a quote from Jim Rohn, the man who, you know, does more without getting paid, eventually gets paid more than what he does. So you just got to have patience and, and ride this thing out if you really want to stop it for your community. And of course, I want to recognize Black Wall Street. This is the memorial that's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Definitely look it up. The reason why it's not here today and it doesn't exist today because Tulsa actually uh, went through one of the worst race riots in American history. So definitely look it up. Um, people were jealous. You know, so it got destroyed and blown up, literally. So look it up. If you want to contact me, you can contact me. But definitely, if you want to get in-depth um, information on the experiments we ran, sign up to thefaststartup.com. It's a very cool site. You'll love it. You got all types of interviews with dope entrepreneurs. Thank you. That's cool. All right, so if you got any um, questions, you know, feel free. We have about five minutes, so sure. Um, my question is, how did you get involved with the university? Like, how did you get to collaborate with them? What kind of collaboration did you install? All right, so that's one of the parts that I had to leave out. But yeah, like, to, <laughs> well, not for a bad reason, but you know, it's like long, you know. But honestly, you just kind of you gotta find that key person who really wants to get things going. But I would, you know, started. I would start at the. What we did was we started at a high level. We got one of the VPs to to basically buy into our vision. He's saying, yo, we want to work with your school, like can we, can we do some meetups to get the students involved and things like that. So a lot of our meetups happen at these college campuses, like NJIT is one of the schools that we did it with and we would do like meetups inside the actual campus. Rutgers Business School is another one um, and then um, Rutgers in general, the regular Rutgers campus, we do stuff with them too. Definitely. I would say 
And if you want to go at a real grassroots level, I would say get involved with a lot of the clubs. Uh, there are a lot of computer science clubs and things like that that we get to come into our meetings as well. So try to figure out what clubs are out there and contact them directly. Yeah, sure. Can you uh, elaborate on how you keep people engaged between meetups? Like, you have these meetups at certain frequency. So you got to have a, a email is very important. So even if you don't have a meetup going on, you know, having an email list where you can just kind of talk and get people updates about what's going on on in the community, that's really important. Email is like the the secret weapon and really glue the glue to kind of keep this whole thing together. To be honest with you, and uh, meetup.com while it is good, you can control your audience. I would definitely. Tell you know, um, encourage everyone to get your own email list as well, and tell your people from your meetup group to join that. Do you have a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group? No, no Facebook group. It's all all controlled through meetup and the email list. Yeah. but that's not saying that wouldn't work though. Okay. Any other questions? Okay. With that being said, thank you. Yeah.